welcome to episode number 14 of Slaying It with Santa Rob. Man, I can't even believe that I've done uh, 14 interviews so far. I hope you've been enjoying what uh, what we do here. You know, you never know who's going to be on the program. We even did a special uh, edition down at the Louisville PopCon. And there'll probably be more of those coming up uh, later in the year. But tonight, uh, today I'm conducting a... Uh, uh, interview that I've never done before. I've got two people with me today, uh, live in my studio. And without further ado, I would like to welcome Jesse and Kate Wyneck to Slaying It with Santa Rob. Welcome to episode 14 of Slaying It with Santa Rob. And something I haven't done before is interviewed two people at the same time. And these are a couple people that I got familiar with back in 2020 when all the madness was happening, which we don't talk about too much. But uh, that's when I started going to wrestling downtown Indianapolis. And I was intrigued because this guy was the biggest putz that I'd ever seen in the ring before. Hey, now. (laughs) You... He, he was the best villain that I had seen. He was a great heel, and but he was good enough to keep my interest and ha- had me. He had me keep uh, coming back. But beside him, he had somebody else who was just as evil. Because hey, hey. every guy, every guy has to have a woman behind him. So welcome to the sleigh, Kate and Jesse. Thank you so much for that introduction. Yeah, uh, Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was fun uh, watching you guys in the early days because um, thanks to uh, Reggie Edwards, mm-hmm. who I've been friends with forever because of, of my music connections, he messaged me one day and said, uh, there's a thing downtown Indianapolis called WCWO and it's been here for like 40 years. And I'm going, no way. You know, I... <laughs> I know wrestling, and apparently I didn't, but uh, I went for the first time, uh, it was uh, Halloween of 2020. Wow, ah, okay. So we're going back a long ways. Yeah. Halloween, it, that was, you were the cat in the battle, the battle royal. Yeah, yes, I okay. Was. We're okay. on the same, we're yeah. on the same page I now. I remember, that was our first Halloween there at WCWO. Yeah. And, and, and there were, there were some matches that were okay. And then there were some matches that were standouts. You, you can say it. It was my. <laughs> well, I, 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 I can honestly, I honestly don't remember all the separate matches except for I was blown away because uh, back then the big, the big uh, rivalry going on was uh, Jason Levi and, and Dex Royal. Okay. And I remember watching that and thinking these guys are actually athletes, and they're throwing each other against the wall and. I get to watch their pain. So I enjoyed that part. Yeah. Any, anyway, it, it kept me coming back. But uh, I don't remember if it was right afterwards. I saw I saw Jesse in a match. And uh, my son Kevin was with me at the time. And we both noticed that this guy has the potential of going somewhere. So all the, you know, we're in 2023 now. He is going somewhere. So let's find out what keeps Jesse wrestling and what got him interested to begin with? Uh, I mean, 
what keeps me going is it's real simple. I get bored. I need something to do. <laughs> uh, but no, it all started when I was, let's see, I'm 34 now. So it started 34 years ago. Uh, my earliest memory of wrestling came from, I don't remember the match. I don't remember the whole event. I just remember the ultimate warrior breaking Hercules's chain and swinging it around the ring. Uh, my mom pressed record on the VCR. If I just aged myself a little bit more <laughs> and anytime I would throw that two year old temper tantrum, she'd press play and I would just watch the ultimate warrior swing <laughs> this chain around for hours and I never looked back. And you thought to yourself, I want to swing chains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have seen you swing some chains and, <laughs> and other objects in the ring that uh, we can talk about later. I've but, never used an object in my life. I wrestle fair. <laughs> <laughs> I know better than that. <laughs> I've been there. I witnessed this. And then, Kate, what got you interested in, in wrestling? Well, um... I have a twin brother, and when we were growing up, we, well, he was more of the, the wrestling fan, but I remember sitting down, and like, I would walk in the room, he'd be watching it, and I thought, wow, that's, that's really cool, but I didn't think it was a thing that you could actually do. I didn't know people actually, like, grew up to have aspirations to do this, and at the time, when we were growing up, there wasn't, there really wasn't a lot of women on the TV who were being spotlighted in a positive way. Um, women were there, but it wasn't anything that I thought I would actually want to do. Yeah, it's the, the Vince Russo yeah, version it wasn't, of it wasn't positivity. Yeah, it wasn't a great era, period. <laughs> um, but I still thought it was really neat. And then years later, I met Jesse, and I got him into it, which we can kind of explain here in a little bit. But I found WCWO, and he asked if I wanted to get in the ring and take a bump, and I did. And I ended up really, really liking it. And so here we are. <laughs> it seems to be the thing. Is yeah. You either take that first bump and you're like, oh, hell no, I'm I'm never doing this again. Yeah. Or you take that first bump and you're like, ooh, what's next? Well, and I, I have to admit, this is the very Kate Parrish part of me, um, the in-ring Kate Parrish part where I took a bump and someone was like, wow, you've never bumped before? And... I very much fed off that. I was like, no, but was it good? And when they said it was, I was like, well, okay, let's, I'm going to roll with this. Well, from somebody, from somebody who has uh, watched you from the beginning up until, was it last two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. You've improved like a hundred percent. Oh, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it, it's thank been, you. it's been fun to watch. Thanks. And, and, and the same goes for you, Jesse. You, you, your talent just gets better and better every time I see you. Thank you. And you're, you're wicked in the ring. <laughs> and, and you know, like I said, you're you're a great heel. You're you're one of the better heels. So, is this something that you both want to continue doing? Is there more to it? I. <laughs> that is a tough one. Um, I know, like you, like you'll hear the guys, uh, the younger guys that are. They're, they're so into it. They're so gung-ho. It's wrestling all day, every day. Some of us don't fit that bill anymore. I used to be that way when I first started training, but I mean, now I have a family. I have a son. Uh, there are just other things that require my attention. If it goes somewhere bigger with more money, I mean, I'm not going to say no. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but at the same time, I love what I'm doing here, just locally and entertaining folks like you. <laughs> and, and how many promotions are you involved with now? 
Oh gosh, we've got WCWO, NGW, and out in Crawfordsville, and uh, and WPW, the, the baby WPW out in Danville. And I've wrestled for WTF as well. I did a spot for. And WTF. you've done, yeah, yeah, that's right. You've worked for WTF. Um, and and going back for a second, so I I think as far as where we want to go with this, it's like. I think I have those moments where I'm like, okay, I'm uh, 32 and I haven't had my children yet. So I would still, I still would like to have, uh, have children with Jesse. And I am actually in the middle of changing careers, which is a huge, huge thing right now. So I have these moments where I'm like, I've got this going on, but then I stop and I watch wrestling or I imagine myself in the ring and I think about it. And then I think, oh my gosh, that's amazing, and I do want that. So it's I'm very I'm kind of at this crossroads where I I still would like to continue to do it, but I don't know where it's going to lead. Well, there there's not a lot. I mean, there are some women out there. There's not as many as I think there probably should be. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and I've seen a, a, several of them that that were at WPW at the very beginning, and at that time I didn't realize they were as big as what they were. Yeah. Shauna Reed being one of them. Oh yeah. Because she's off to the UK again right now, yeah. which is pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think, I think you both probably have a very positive influence on bringing younger talent in. Um. So I, I, I've seen people, you know, ask and show up at shows, and it looks like it could be something that they're interested in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But. Sure. But what keeps, how do you balance married life, work life, and wrestling? Mm. Because that's, a, you're, you're in school. Yeah. You're yeah. working. You got wrestling on the weekends, primarily. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's weekday shows or not. No. Nope. No, thank not God. Yeah. <laughs> not right now. I mean, you're not on crutches yet. No, that was or, a year or, ago. Or, or, or again. Yeah. I think... With balancing it, I mean, I do think with some part of that comes having a very healthy relationship and really good communication and understanding that there are going to be times where we aren't spending as much time together, and that's okay because we always end up coming back. Um, I'm working on top of going to school as well, so it's just, and then we have his son every other weekend or sometimes every weekend, and that that is hard sometimes because that takes time away, and I'm not used to I'm getting used to children now, but I was not used. I went so many years without it. Um, but yeah, I think it just comes with good communication and good boundaries and knowing what we expect and also knowing that if he gets an opportunity, I want him to take it. And I think if I got one, he wants me to take it. 100%. So we make it work. So just curious, does, does uh, Jesse, does your son like wrestling? Loves it. Loves it? Oh yeah, he loves it. Does, does he want to get in the ring someday, Think you think? I mean, he's he's rolled around a little bit, just horse playing. But I, uh, knowing him, probably not. I don't know. I think, too, <laughs> I think it's too soon to tell. He's a very sensitive little guy. Yeah. And he is very scared to get hurt. He does have a little bit of anxiety. Get a little anxiety. And yeah. so he thinks of everything before it happens, and it's always the worst case scenario. But he gets in the ring. He started to jump off the second rope. I think there is... Full potential there. But there's there's a lot of time to figure out what there he wants is. to do yet. Yes. 
Heck, I'm 61 and I still don't know what I want to uh, yeah. do. <laughs> I, I can't wrestle, but by golly, I can support, you know? Yeah, which we appreciate so much. So. We do. That's why we are here. You yeah. support us, we support you. Yeah. That's kind of what we, how we go or how we operate. Well, I, I knew way back when, I, I, anybody who doesn't know me or does know me knows that if I'm in a, in a ring, I've got my iPhone in my hand and I'm always snapping pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now that I have a better a better phone, I get better shots. But some of the first ones I ever took were of Kate and Jesse. When, uh, when Kate was always on the outside, but Jesse always made sure he greeted her at the ring so I knew I knew that I was getting noticed when they started using my stuff, and they I believe that even my images ended up on a T-shirt. Yes, I believe yes, they a did. few of them did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I remember when like when we really started getting into it. Uh, I can't remember who it was in the back that told us like the the guy right there in the front row that looks like Santa. That's where you're getting your pictures from. Yeah. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Yeah. I'm, Look for Santa and then pose. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was that was for that had to be Reggie. I, oh, I it probably, might have been Reggie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because he he tried getting me to uh, be the photographer at WCWO once, mm. and I told him no. That was my time with my son because he and I were going together at the time to all the shows. Because uh, well, let's face it, the madness of twenty twenty had to bring people together and bring families oh, yeah. together, and I didn't want to take dad time away from uh from my son yep no that's fair and now he's moved on and uh i'm alone again <laughs> and but but my daughter samantha goes with me now but now she goes more than i do and well she's going to college in a couple of weeks and i'm right. back being the solo guy which means i'll probably have to start going every friday again yeah so give you something to do fill get, some time right yeah <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Well, this is about you guys, not about me. I could talk. I, I could talk about me forever. So could she. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> so anyway, I, I had a whole string of questions in my head that just went rifling through my head. Who are your influence uh, influences, Jesse? So this is going to be uh, my biggest influence. Uh, probably a name you're not going to hear too many people say. You hear it a lot, like The Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. Uh, my biggest influence since 2019 and 2020 has been Kyle O'Reilly. Huh. I would have never guessed that in a million years. No, nobody ever does. And this is where like, where our little story kind of begins with wrestling. Um, I actually started back in 2008. Um, fresh out of high school when I graduated, my mom asked me what I was going to do. Uh, instead of telling her college, I joined the Bricklayers Union. Great pay, great insurance, but I moved down to Louisville, Kentucky because it's where the OVW was. That's where John Cena trained. Like if, if I was going to do it, I wanted to do it from the best. And she hated that plan. <laughs> she absolutely hated it um, until I laid it out for her. I told her I didn't want to be that 45, 50-year-old guy sitting at home watching Monday Night Raw with my kids and just wondering. Like, I wonder if I could have done that. I had to try. And I ended up getting hooked. But I also ended up getting sick, uh, which is the long departure. I got type 1 diabetes. Uh, doctor told me wrestling's probably not going to be a thing, which is understandable. If my blood sugar drops below 60 uh, and I've got somebody upside down in a suplex, it could be catastrophic. Mm -hmm. 
So I took that to face value. I grew up really quick, joined the workforce, and basically just paying for insulin. Uh, and the reason why I say Kyle O'Reilly, to tie that back, on my birthday, Kate gave me a note, a nice little birthday card, and it mentioned that I'm not the only one with this issue. Kyle O'Reilly fights the same thing. Hmm. Um, and basically what her note said was, if he can do it, why can't you? From there, it was just Google magic. Like, where is there a wrestling promotion? Yeah. We got, we found WCWO. They, it was COVID times. They didn't, they didn't have a lot of a locker room for whatever reason. And right place, right time to get back into it. And the rest is history. Rest is history. And you've, uh, you've been there pretty much the whole time, a little off and on. Yeah, we, we've had a little off and on, um. But, I mean, hey, home is home. That's Yeah. And, and Well, with that being said, you have a heck of a run with uh, with uh, WPW right now on Danville. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, uh, thank you to Buck Sexton. The Buck Sexton. I know he'll, after you. he'll yell at me. Uh, <laughs> but, no, he, he came to me with the idea of WPW. I actually was able to find myself with WPW. It's the hardest thing we do. Is finding that character, right? Who you are in the ring, and uh, I struggled with it for the longest time. And then, sure enough, we were sitting around, had a few drinks, and we were tr- hashing out this character thing. He typed in Jesse on Google, and it translates to in Hebrew to God's gift. <laughs> if you want to know where that came from, <laughs> that's classic. And yeah, we, we've just been running with it ever since. I haven't had this much fun in wrestling in God knows how long. You, you know you've made it when the fans start booing you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I meant for her, that was... <laughs> God, her, 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 first, her first promo, I think she was on the mic for maybe, what, two seconds? <laughs> and she was already getting booed out the back. You had a... Kate, you had a reputation of just not being a nice person. Yeah. The the the, yeah. the the brick in the purse was was probably one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I I liked I enjoyed it when you brought it back. Uh, was it a month month and a half yeah. ago when the return at WCWO? Yeah. Yep. I didn't know you were there. Yeah. I knew I knew I knew Jesse was there, but uh, when you came out with the brick in the purse, I yeah that lit up the night. That was the highlight of the whole night oh, right there. Thank you. <laughs> so it was fun. So you, you've gone through. Um, face to heel, and now you're back to uh, being a face at, at WPW. How did that go about? Well, gosh, how did so? I, I think I just because I started out with with Jesse and kind of being his his manager, I just instantly was a heel. And there is some part of me that's very naturally. Um, catty and can be hateful <laughs> and can have an attitude. My mom can tell you I was <laughs> the attitude all day when I was a teenage girl. So I think some part of that came very naturally and I love to act. So I was able to kind of pull that out of myself and, and use it because you can't do that every day, right? I don't get to be hateful to people every day, but Kate Parrish gets to. Right. So um, that was, that was, WCWO was an outlet where I could do that. And then recently, um, with Rachel Armstrong, who 
came into WCWO right before we came out. Um, yeah, she started training and I trained with her a little bit and she's so sweet and so kind. And recently when Alexis Littlefoot tried to, tried to smoke her with the title belt, I thought it was my duty to protect her. And so I did. That's and now here we are. Shook me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it has actually, um, truly, it's been enjoyable to be to be a face. I really, I took it so personally at first, actually getting booed because I was like, dude, these people realize I'm actually a nice person. <laughs> like I actually am really nice. So, but then I learned to harness it and like it. But now being a face, I really enjoy um, hearing the chants and and getting to chant along with you guys and feeling it, it does boost me up. I really do enjoy it. Well, the, 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 the connection that you had with Alexis Littlefoot was great. Yeah. Alexis is a great person. She's, she's a personality and a half. Yeah. And I could, and I remember seeing her for the first time. Heck, I don't remember if it was, yeah, it had to be with Rachel the first time I saw her. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, where did Buck find her? Yeah. And I hope she keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> because I was hoping that the two of you would would have the big match together. Yeah. Because uh, Rachel didn't. Rachel, I believe, was in other promotions, so she wasn't at WPW very long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she she's she bounces. She's all over the place right now, and good for her. Like yeah. To get that kind of exposure. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing to watch somebody's growth because I like I saw her step in the ring for the first time and get her feet underneath her and now she's taken off yeah, like it's nobody's business. She's a busy one, so and the plan was to to keep something going on with Alexis, but Alexis also is a she's a busy body, so she she's got other fights elsewhere. So yeah, yeah, she's if I remember right, she's from uh, Lexington. Yeah, she's down in Kentucky, all over the promotions down there. Yeah. yeah. And so what's stopping you guys from going down there? I don't know. Although I do, and now correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't looked into this because of, I haven't looked into traveling and all that. But as far as Kentucky, do they still make you have a license to wrestle? Yeah. We do not have a license Uh, to wrestle there. Okay. Yeah. And and like like we were kind of saying earlier, there are some folks that like to travel, and maybe this is a bit of a heel coming out in me, um, but (laughs) I've always heard... Become the biggest star at your place. And then you can become a bigger star at your other places. Yeah. I, I mean, like no again, no offense to the guys that are able to do that, that have the time and the gas and everything to just travel and sleep in their car. Uh, it's just not for me anymore. I want to put my game full 100% and my energy into like one or two places to bring as many eyes on that product, make the people come to you rather than you go to the people. It's exhausting. Well, and for, <laughs> for me a little bit, it's, I think there is probably a misconception that I'm, <laughs> again, with the Kate Parrish thing, very cocky, but truly I am working on my self-confidence in the ring. And Kate Parrish is good at turning it on, but Caitlin is still very much working on confidence and feeling like I can accept going out and working more. And, I think I get in my way a little bit where I, I have been asked by quite a few people if I would come work for them out of state and I have gotten so nervous and I've just said, quite honestly, I don't believe I'm ready. Um, but I know that there's, that's kind of, that's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like I, you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone to get better. So I'm, yeah, that's kind of where I get stuck. I think a part of me wants to, but I'm still building up self-confidence and I know I have training to do still. I mean, I don't, that it never stops. So yeah. Training is something that's never going to end no matter how long you've been doing it. Yeah. Nope. 
but it it was it's been obvious the last couple times that I've seen you wrestle that you've been training a lot harder because your comeback at WPW was like wh- who's 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 teaching her this stuff. Oh. Well, you're looking at him. You're looking at him. Who's teaching her this stuff? But thank you so much. That means so much to me, really. And you know, and and what a great place to learn. You know, for not not to plug WCWO like like we have been, but I'm going to. Joey, do you hear me? Huh? (laughs) Um, What a great place to learn. Yeah. You know, you're you're working with not always the same guys, but primarily the same guys every week. You're getting to know their style. But they've got some pretty great trainers themselves. They do. It's, uh, I know it's, who's, I'm not sure who's training there now. Well, so, and that's the thing. We actually haven't been over to their training for a while. We've been considering it just because things were, got so busy. But we, I've just been training with Jesse at WPW. Whenever we get the ring up, he's yeah. been, we do like four hours worth of training. Wow. Um, so really, I truly, Jesse is the one who's made me better. Um, now, the beginning Joey showed me right. a ton of stuff. I mean, yeah, I think he gave me my first arm drag. Um, yeah, it was Joey and Alice. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's right. I forgot Alice would mm-hmm. have, Yeah, she... Uh, let's see. Where did I just see her? She was just on a picture with Rachel. Yeah. And somebody else that I don't remember at another promotion. Northern Indiana. But who, who trained you, Jesse? I have actually had a few. Uh, when I first started, it was Joey Matthews, Joey Mercury. Um, I had never been in so much pain in my life. <laughs> first day in his training method, and I totally understand it, uh, especially after I saw him run a kid out before. He takes this business very serious. This is how he was able to feed his family for so long, so he wants to see if you take it just as serious. That first day, I did over a thousand squats. Oof. I did well over a thousand jumping jacks, pushed as many push ups out as possible. Uh, and then he looked at me and said, Hey, good job. I'll see you tomorrow. I couldn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the fact that he invited me back, that was all I needed. Uh, and then from Joey, he got, he got re signed to WWE. And then in came uh, Nick Dinsmore. Okay. Uh, Eugene, for folks that aren't too sure who Nick Dinsmore is. Uh, but I did a lot of training under Joey, Nick, and Rip Rogers. Okay, so you trained with Rip. Yes. That's cool in itself. It, it, it was amazing. Um, I've never met anybody who could push me to the limit of barfing. He <laughs> he did it three times. <laughs> and uh, But no, his, his training, he's one of the best trainers for a reason. If not the best, I'll say it, he's the best. Um he he just he has a way of yelling at you, but not making. Well, no, he made me feel stupid. Uh, I don't know. It just he it works. He makes it make sense. He makes you feel stupid about it, but then he makes it to where you don't forget. Uh, he may he lets you mess up, and while you're tired, now go do it right, and then you you just learn that it, that's how it's supposed to be. So. The thing that's always puzzled me on wrestling, I've been watching wrestling for a lot of years. There's guys like you who are totally physically fit. And then there are guys who are in the ring that you're going, how did he actually get in the ring without a crane? So my question, (laughs) what's the most important thing? Is it cardio? No. Uh, Well, I mean, yes, cardio is important. That's up there. 
but uh, any any of these wrestlers will tell you ring cardio is different from regular cardio. Anybody that can run out and run five miles on the street probably are not going to last five minutes in a ring. It is a different type of conditioning. The only way you build that conditioning is by doing it. Uh, my personal opinion, I think the most important thing a wrestler needs is that character. You, I mean... I don't know too many people that go and pay money to watch a movie for characters that they don't know or care about. Right. Uh, if, if I didn't care about Heath Ledger and the Joker, I probably wouldn't have cared about the Batman movie. <laughs> it's, it's you need that character. And then the ring work, you're just going to pick that up with time. So, so I, I'm, the, the, the physical fitness part still has me baffled. <laughs> It, it really does. Because even some of the guys that I'm not going to mention names on, I'm thinking they can't be too far off from my age. I mean, I just watched, well, not just watched, but recently watched the, the Ric Flair match, his final match. Oh, no. Oh, I still haven't come to it. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I love Ric Flair. Ric Flair is one of the best, was one of the best at his game, but it was painful to watch. Yeah. It's like... Somebody get this guy a tank of oxygen now, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the guys that I grew up watching, well, most of them are dead. Because they'd be, well, like the I'm the biggest Crusher fan in the world. He would have been 97 today. I'm seeing guys that are 60 now, and I'm thinking, they're pushing 60 and thinking, how? Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna pop a lung and blow a kneecap here any yeah. second, <laughs> and I don't understand it either. When I look at Edge and see the kind of shape that he's in, at, what is he fifty now? Fifty one? I think so. He's yeah. I know he, he's around that fifty mark, and I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> well, and, but Edge is one of those guys who's always been in shape. Yeah. You look at him and you go, how's he that old and still that physically fit? Well, and they have trained. I mean. That's the thing with professionals. A lot of them do have uh, nutrition, like coaches and uh, fitness coaches, and they're working out for hours and hours a day because that is their life. And they're in the ring, you know, seven days out of the week. Right. So I think that a big part of it is just how how committed you are to it and what resources you have, what's available to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one, another one of the guys that always blew me away and. For one match in particular, but was uh, Mick Foley. Oh yeah. I grew up watching Mick Foley when he was in uh, I don't remember the promotion, but the one out of Texas that the Von Erichs were in, and uh, he was Cactus Jack back then. Yeah. Yep. Always getting the living crap oh, out of him, but always came back with full force. Yeah. Mick and I met Mick a couple years ago. Super nice guy. Not in the greatest shape. <laughs> but I don't want to get hit by him either. No, not at all. <laughs> But again, a big part of that was, yes, he was willing to get the absolute hell beat out of him. And that was a, a, a big part of who he was. But his character work. I mean, it was character work. And, and he had four of the best characters yeah. ever. Yeah. Whether he was Mick, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, Mankind, who was my favorite. You'll never forget him. Yeah. Well, and you saw all of them in one Royal Rumble. I mean, yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, and so, yeah, I guess you made your point. It, it really is the personality. You know, and you mentioned Buck Sexton. When I first met him, I thought he was the biggest jerk that I'd ever seen in a ring. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where 
you know, he's he's another one who's just gotten better the longer that I've that I've watched. Yeah. It, it, and you hear all the old timers; they say it. There, there's just some point when you're doing it for so long, it just clicks. What is it? Nobody knows what it is. It just clicks. Yeah. Your your ring work, it all starts to mesh together. Your character work, it starts to mesh together, and then all of a sudden, you're putting on a pretty solid product. The. The, the match that I will never forget, and I don't remember if you guys were there or not. There's a, a guy who, an older guy who always sat behind me against the wall at WCWO. I've seen his middle finger a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's very vocal. Yes. And I don't remember who Blake Wright was fighting. But Blake had been a face for a long time. But in this particular match, he was a heel and a half. And he was very, he's very good at his heel personality. This guy got up from behind me, walked up to the railing. Blake is against the railing about two people over from me. And he's just giving it to somebody else in the audience. This old guy gets up and actually takes a swing at Blake. That's when you know you've made it as a heel. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you know you've made it. And I remember looking at Blake's face going... This guy thinks this is real stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. And, and I, I remember the night. I can't remember who he was wrestling, but it, it made me think of that when Hogan turned heel back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. There was a little, sweet little lady, probably in her 70s, maybe 80s, front row. She took a swing at him. I was like, yeah, he... He knows what he's doing. I mean, I was a kid. I would have taken a swing at him, too. I thought it was, I thought it was all real back then. Yeah, well, <laughs> well yeah, I mean... Yeah, the stuff that I watched as a kid, I, you couldn't convince me any, any other way. I really yeah. thought these guys were just wailing on each yeah. other. Oh, yeah. You know, we you don't say the F word. It's predetermined, you know? and Because and, you can't say the F word. No. <laughs> not, no. Not, not in the wrestling world. No. <laughs> it's, it's predetermined. Yeah. But to tell me that these guys aren't athletes is something else. I guess, I guess another question I got for you, Jesse, is... Our, our chops. How do you guys handle that when you're when you're taking so many on the chest and all of a sudden you realize, I don't know if I can take another one of these because you've got hand marks all over you and you're practically bleeding. My, my chop training came from Rip. Oh, um, <laughs> Rip Rogers and one of his star pupils that actually helped train Pat McAfee, uh, Von Lylas. Yeah. Two of the hardest chops I've ever felt in my life. Um but after the first one, it, it's just numb, so it go ham. It, it, yeah, just power through the first one and then the rest of them, eh, I'll feel it tomorrow. It's fine. It's, that's... But yeah, nobody I've ever wrestled chops harder than those two, so <laughs> I'm, I'm open to them. And, and they, they are louder than they feel. When you hear the smack... <laughs> The, those are the ones that that was a good chop. It didn't hurt. It made a good noise. It's the ones you hear that are the thud. Yeah. They, they hurt. Those are the ones that you feel like you've just been punched yeah, your, your right soul, through the chest. Your soul yeah. leaves your chest. Yeah. Mac. I've taken a few of those from Mac. <laughs> Ooh, he lit me up one night. Yeah, hit the guy with a brick. Yeah. That's true. I probably deserved that. I mean, tomato, tomato. <laughs> but Brick, chop, yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, I admit to nothing. Yeah, I plead the fifth. Yeah. 
Well, he, he's another guy that he was one of the guys that got my attention the most when I started going to WCWO. The fans loved him. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a short period of time where he turned heel and nobody could stand it. Yeah. It's like, no, this guy's a face. He's yeah. 100% face. And at the time, when I first started going, he was the WCWO champion. That's when we started going. That's, yeah. You know, so as they called him, he was the heart and soul. Yeah. Yep. And then you got Jesse Winchester coming out, causing problems. Well, what happens when you destroy the heart and soul? Well, the, you're the winner. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the winner. You get, you get known, and and that's what sells the tickets. You've got to you've got to have that heel persona, and by golly, God's give Jesse Winchester has it. You lo- love him or hate him, he's talented. No, that's why I I love Arn Anderson. Uh, he's another one of my favorites. Just to listen to him talk, he's he always said heels sell tickets, baby faces sell merch. Yeah, that's how the business rolls and rolls and rolls. Your fans want to see your heel get his ass kicked. Pardon the language, but that I mean that's what we want to see. Um, if you don't have a good heel that people just want to reach through and strangle this person, you, you don't you don't really have a whole lot to. Why would you care about the guy that's beating up this other guy? Well, that's just that's, it. Yeah, you don't want to see a face hit a face. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't work well. There has to be a bad guy. Yeah. And that's why I love what we do. If anybody ever asks me, where do you get inspiration? It's not from wrestling. You get inspiration from anywhere else. Movies, TV shows, music. Uh, that's where your inspiration is going to come. To learn those facials, to learn the art of selling and making it look like... I mean, I've got her a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got her recently when I wrestled Zay. I hit Zay with a spear and I sold my arm. Uh, When we watched the footage back, she was ready to call the ambulance and get me looked at because she thought I dislocated my shoulder. No, there's been a few times where he's really like wailed out in pain and I've been like... Oh my god! Oh, is he okay? And then Tanner will look at me and go, "Is Daddy okay?" And I'm like, "I, I think so. Yeah, no, I think yeah, because it, it's very believable. He gets me sometimes. If they and if I get them, I know I've got other people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's just it. It's, it's, uh, it really is an acting job. Yeah. Nobody really wants to admit that, but. That's the that's the fun part that's about it. That's my favorite part. <laughs> the physicality's fun, yeah. the athleticism is fun, but it's really that character work. That's that's where the real fun is. Is uh, well, I'm I'm gonna I, I ask everybody this question at the very end. Not that I want to wrap this up, I just want to ask it before I, I totally space it. <laughs> I'll start with you, Kate. You're you're in Santa's sleigh, so you get a wish. A wish. A wish. So if you could wrestle anyone dead or alive right now who would it be sasha banks sasha banks she's amazing she's my favorite when you asked about inspiration earlier mm-hmm. she's a hundred percent inspiration yours. oh yeah she's just down to who she is as a as a person but as a heel she is just uh, yeah, she's incredible. Her her work in, in in the ring, as far as who she is, her character work and her movements, everything. I just I adore her. There's, um, man, my memory's leaving me. I'm trying to remember who I just who she was. A Bianca Belair that she 
At Mania? At Mania. When yeah. she got whipped with Bianca's hair. Yeah. Like, holy God. Yeah, that, yeah, that's one we have on, we kind of have on the playlist. Like, we'll we'll go through when, during our board times, just be like, hey, you want to watch wrestling? Yeah. That's why I miss the old WWE network. You, right. You pick the match you want to watch. You don't have to sit through the rest of the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but Bianca, Sasha is one we have revisited quite a few times. Yeah. The, uh, I, I, I thought maybe you were going to say Charlotte Flair. Well, I do love her too. She's up there. Trust me, she's up there. It's her her last match left me speechless. She's in, she's incredible too. But I mean, look who her dad is. Yeah. But you know what? Though you she's, pick had, up a thing she's or two. had to work hard too. Though I mean, yeah. there's you do not get her level of physicality and how good she is by having you. I don't care who your parents are. That she had to work for. Right. That. right yeah. yeah but that's oh, not man. a hand. She is. <laughs> yeah. You're you're not gifted. No. You're not handed this but with a silver spoon. You you work for it. Yeah. She's amazing. But I mean the the training that she had to have and the in the inspiration that Rick had to give her. Oh. You know. So. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Who's your dream match? Dream match at any period. Uh, bear with me for a second. <laughs> God, it's it's just so hard to say. Uh, AJ Styles. Okay. Like there there are some other ones out there that I think would like everybody brings something different. Uh, I would love like five minutes of a match with Gunter. I'll take the biggest ass whooping in my yeah, life, but it would, and I would say thank you, and it would be a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar, same thing. Like if it's my time to go and meet the good Lord upstairs, I want just put me five minutes with him. He'll get me there. I have the feeling that would be the end of right yeah. there with Brock. Yeah, yeah. Brock. Brock's a big boy. I oh, yeah. met him actually. Met him uh, at the OVW. Yeah. What you see on TV is what you get. He's uh, big, he's scary, and I didn't say hardly any. I was like, hi! And then he just looked at me, and I'm like, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't met a ton of, of big names. I think the biggest pro name I met was Al Snow. Nice guy. And Al's a nice guy. Al was a super nice guy. Um, at that time, I didn't realize he was the owner of OVW. Uh, he that was that's somewhat recent. This would have been twenty twenty one that I yeah. met him. Yeah, he so he when I first met him, he was still down at OVW. Uh, he'd come in and teach the I forgot how they broke it down. It was like beginner, intermediate, and then they had like OVW TV. He focused on the guys that were on OVW TV that were about to make that next step. Okay, uh, and I just. Wallflower one day he was training them and I was just sitting there watching. He nobody ever said anything to me. I was just like, Yeah, I just trained in the beginner's class and I sat there and ate my peanuts and watched him do his thing. It's amazing. It's 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 fun to watch the guys that have been around a while. I think mm-hmm. one of my, one of my favorite people that I've met all right, I, I said Al was the biggest. I, I, Al was the second biggest. <laughs> I, I was at a Comic-Con, uh, it would have been 2019, down in Louisville, and I met another one of my heroes from many, many years ago, and that was Jim Cornette. Oh, oh God. gosh. How is he? He is one of the nicest people, yeah. and he's the most outspoken person. Yes. And, and I got uh, the opportunity to go to a Q&A that he was in, and he just unloaded. And I can't say anything here that he said there. 
Oh, no, no, no. Colorful uh, language. You'll She's... be in editing beeping <laughs> yeah. for an hour. <laughs> he, uh, but in ju- he was actually probably one of the nicest guys that you could possibly meet. And like I said, I've been watching wrestling a long time, and he was dropping names that I just totally forgot about. Yeah, he's an encyclopedia. He is. There's there, you know, and the, like I said earlier, my 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 favorites are the Crusher and Baron von Raschke. And probably Chief Wahoo McDaniels. So we're going back to the early 70s. Jim had stories about these guys. Wow. He knows them all. Yeah. He knew them all. So anyway, you know, we've, we've kept you here. Is it got any last words? If, if Kate, I'll start with you again. You meet, uh, meet a young woman who wants to get into pro wrestling. What are you going to give her for advice? Oh, gosh. Um... A young lady, I would probably tell her, depending on her age, I would tell her if you really want this, now is the time, and focus on yourself. Um, if this is something that you want, stay single. <laughs> <laughs> and I only say that because if you're young and you have got the talent and you've got the want and you really want to go as far as you possibly can, um, put all put your all into it. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself. Have confidence. Um, people will not be so nice to you sometimes and then there will be some people who are great so just keep pushing and work hard you'll get there jesse same thing to you uh, for any any young kids or any younger guys if it's your dream go for it um uh, that plain and simple i mean I, we're all i think that's all of us we all got into this for a reason it's I mean, it's still my dream to make it big one day. Uh, do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. But to those kids that are actually out there trying, just educate yourself. Watch the old stuff. That's my That would be my biggest advice. Because you, you hear so many guys come in all the time. That, oh, I want to be the next John Cena. I want to be the next Chris Jericho. I want to be the next AJ Styles. Be the first you. That, that, that's really all I can say. There, are, there already is a John yeah. Cena in yeah. AJ Styles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why? Why do we want to see it twice? Uh, plus, you're not gonna probably not gonna compare to him. <laughs> yeah. And and as as I learned from you is uh, don't let diabetes stop you. No, God, no, no. It's it's just a thing that's attached to me. And uh, with the med- medical advances, that's pretty awesome that you can get in there now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not taking shots every day. I got my insulin pump. I can take it off for go time, and then once go time's over, put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I worry every second. That it's every off. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you're supposed to do. That's right. what the wife is supposed yes. to do. Uh, any last words? Thank no, you, just thank you for, you for your time, yeah. Rob. This is amazing. Yeah, we had a great time. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for taking the time and hanging out in the sleigh with Santa Rob and. We will see you on episode 15 in another week, and we'll take it from there. Now, that was a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Kate and Jesse Wainick, for uh, taking time out of your day and coming on in to the studio and and, uh, talking wrestling. And, uh, hey, if you guys out there would like to hear more from Kate and Jesse, let me know by sending me an email at santarobpodcast at gmail.com. 
or hop on over to the uh, Santa Rob Slant with Santa Rob uh, Facebook page and uh, post a comment. You should do that anyway, so I know that you're out there listening. So again, thanks, thanks to Kate and Jesse, and uh, thank you to my awesome sponsors, Brett Christmas Mustache Wax. That's bscenterprises.com. Check out his great products. Use uh, discount code Santa Rob and receive a 15% discount. And my other awesome sponsor, which is Hotspot Collectibles and Toys. If you love collecting stuff, head on over to uh, hotspotcollectiblesandtoys.com. Check out their great inventory. Use discount code Santa Rob. Save 15% on, uh, on that order as well. And as always, thank you all so much for listening to Slaying It with Santa Rob, and we will see you next week.